The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lou Need. And today, you know what? I have another hypnotherapist on the show, and I am honored to bring her on because she has been working years in helping people live in their freedom, in their liberty. Her name is Victoria Gallagher. She is a worldwide leader in hypnotherapy, a best-selling author. She has dedicated her life to empower people all over the world to successfully live their life through liberty, aligned with their dreams. And she does that through her meditative recordings and her online courses. She has a podcast, The Power of Your Mind, where she talks about her passion for inspiring leaders to influence using influential guests. And they talk about all things habit, discipline, self-development, mindset, and it's right in alignment with what we do here at Best Morning Routine. We love all things habits and principles. So with no further ado, Victoria, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's a privilege. And uh, this is definitely one of my favorite topics because I truly believe that, you know, having a morning routine, being connected to sort of like a ritual, something that, you know, your mind can, you know, you, you can expand your mind and expand your awareness each and every day, exercising Mm -hmm. ourselves to be disciplined, be consistent, all of that. It really, really sets you up to have the best life, the best day, the best year, the best of everything. Yeah, I agree. It sets the tone, honestly. And, you know, we first set our habits and then because we're habitual creatures and live 95% of the subconscious mind, and I know we're going to talk about that a bit more, when we make our habits, then our habits make us because then they move to that habitual mind. So I'm, I'm really thrilled to dive into the subconscious mind and how the power of habits play a role there. But before we do, Victoria, let's talk about a little bit about how you got started with this. There's always a journey, right? So let's start yeah. with yours. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, my journey was, you know, it was kind of on, on the path to you know, I well actually I was a financial consultant for a number of years and and I really honestly I thought that that was going to be the end all be all where I was going to stay and retire and kind of following in my my father's footsteps. And that is like one of the things that so many people do. They they kind of end up on a unintentional path because of maybe other conditioning and ideas about, you know, what they thought as a child was going to be the thing that they were going to end up doing. Mm -hmm. 
And for me, once I actually started taking some personal development and I started really tapping into the power of my mind and I realized, oh boy, I can, I can do so much more. I can do anything. And like that already seemed like a lot to help people to change financially, but I wanted to help people to change on a much, much deeper level below the surface and, Mm -hmm. you know, really help people to change their relationship with themselves, with others. And, you know, so that took me into, uh, you know, doing a lot of personal development on myself. And once I realized what was possible, I just wanted everyone to be able to experience that. And, you know, it was a little difficult at first because my idea of how to do that was to drag everyone I knew into the same personal development courses and seminars and workshops that I was taking. And most people just didn't really see the, have the desire (laughs) to do that. So I came up with the idea on my own that I wanted to, you know, bring personal development into the comfort of everybody's home Mm -hmm. where they could just kind of do it in their own, you know, private and they could get a taste of it. You know, I do host and deliver seminars these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is at the end of the, the tunnel uh, or the, the alley for most people. But, you know, this opens them up to get a taste of, right. of what it's all about. And uh, and so I, I set out to, you know, create one of the largest uh, personal development empires with, uh, you know, my over 500 hypnotherapy recordings and courses and book and teachings and, and all of that. And it's, you know, it's been a, an amazing journey. And I've, you know, I just, I love what I do and I love inspiring people. That's amazing. And we all aspire to get to that point where we find what we were designed to do and we start living in it. We start living in our truth, right? Because that's the goal. We want to find our purpose. We want to be able to use our talents. You know, just as you started in the financial industry, somebody told you it was going to be good money. Somebody probably said you might be good at this. So give it a shot. And that happens to a lot of us. You know, the same dream that we had as kids, aspirations, we don't, as we get older, it gets tainted and then we move away from it. And then it takes another journey to get back to that. It absolutely does. Yeah. And, you know, that was one of the things that I learned um, very, very early on, luckily, was, you know, two principles when it comes to money is one, you know, if you work for money, you're constantly going to be chasing something that you think is outside of you. You know, you got to, I decided very early on that I wasn't going to work for money, that I was going to work for, you know, my purpose Mm -hmm. and whether money came, you know, whether it would be, I just trusted that enough money would be there to support me to do what I was put on this earth to do. And it has proven itself to be uh, accurate. And so we'll leave, we'll leave that at that. <laughs> yeah, very nice. And I'm sure you've had quite a bit of say into that, right? I like to think that we're creators. You know, we're not just, you're just victims. We create our reality, right? We have the power, the control, our, our in-depth brilliant mind has the control, the ability to bring us what we desire, what we're looking for. And so I know you are very big on law of attraction. Have you used some of that? And I know you just, you mentioned you do, how that has made the process easier for you. Absolutely. I mean, even before, 
before I became a hypnotherapist, a lot of the trainings, a lot of the books that I was reading, I was reading a lot of Deepak Chopra and Shakti Gawain and Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay. And all of these, these people were like my early, if you could say mentors, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just people that I was following and I was interested in before I became a hypnotherapist. And so my entry into, into being, becoming a hypnotherapy was law of attraction first Mm -hmm. and hypnotherapy as a way to align my thinking and help me to retrain my brain to, you know, think in the ways that would attract more of what I want. Because, you know, here's the thing. I mean, with when it comes to law of attraction, so many people, they go into this idea thinking, oh, thoughts become things. And so all I have to do is, you know, sit down and meditate every day or do my affirmations every day or put things on my vision board and watch my vision board. And and as I do that, that my thoughts are going to become my reality. And it, then they find out after you know, days, months, years of trying to do it that way, that it doesn't really work exactly that way. That your little affirmations and your vision board, you know, is like fighting, you know, an army of 50,000, you know, negative thoughts that are there that you're not even aware are there. Uh, And, and there, it's just, there's no way to contend with that if you're not getting into the subconscious mind to rewire the brain and the thinking that's more just automatic. And it's going to shoot down every single positive thought you could ever come up with until you deal with that. So I've always come from, you know, it is about the thoughts do become things, but there's a little bit more of a journey to get to those things than people are immediately aware of that subconscious mind. Um, you, you said a stat earlier, 60,000 thoughts a day, 90% mm-hmm. of them are the same thoughts from yesterday and they're negative. Exactly. Uh, I- <laughs> exactly. And that's what hypnosis and, um, you know, and these other tools, I mean, surely, you know, the vision, having a, a vision board, having your affirmations, having a morning routine, meditating, working on aligning your thoughts is certainly uh, part of it. And it certainly helps keep you inspired. But yeah, we have to have a way to develop the new thoughts in our subconscious mind. And, and that's what hypnotherapy you know, helps us to dig in and to be able to do. Yeah, getting rid subconsciously go in there and get rid of deep rooted programming because we've been programmed. We are being programmed mm-hmm. constantly. Exactly. So tell us about how that, the, what the process is like to someone who's considering this because they are doing all the things you mentioned, but they keep going back, defaulting back to exactly. their ways. So it really begins with, you know, getting in touch with like, you know, we want to work on one desire at a time because in that one desire, there's so many conditions that we need to ultimately line up with. So thinking about like, let's just say that it's about manifesting your soulmate as an example. So say a person wants to manifest their soulmate or they want to manifest more clients in their business. What we want to do is we really want to sit down and, um, you know, get 
into, you know, kind of a deeply relaxed uh, state and really like feel ourselves in possession of what it is that, you know, that we're creating. That is one way that we're actually uh, speaking to the subconscious mind when we get our brains into that alpha or even the theta level of mind. From there, you know, we really want to like ask ourselves, like, to reveal from the subconscious mind, what is getting in my way of having what I want? What are some of the blocks that are there? What are some of the thoughts that are that I am unaware of? Because here's the thing. We think we know what those thoughts are. We think we maybe know why we're not getting what we want, or sometimes, sometimes we don't know, or even think we know. But you know, if you've been striving to align your thinking with a reality that is just not happening, there is something deeper that you don't understand that you that is sabotaging, that's blocking you from having that. So we go into hypnotherapy and we ask the question, we asked the subconscious mind to reveal to us what is the thought. Now it may come to you the first time. It may take a little bit of disciplined day after day going in asking it to reveal to us. And it may reveal that to us in that moment. It may reveal it to us by helping us to expand our attention and our awareness on how we are going about our day and showing us, oh, these are the thoughts that have been getting in in our way. And Mm -hmm. once we realize, you know, maybe, maybe these thoughts came from somebody in your life, somebody at a very early age telling you, you're never going to amount to anything. You're unlovable. No one would ever love you, you know, or even not stated in necessarily a mean way, maybe they're just very well-intentioned and they're just trying to protect you and saying, you know, you really should become a doctor or a lawyer rather than doing the thing that you really want to do, becoming an artist. I find so many people that are creative people and, you know, but they're afraid to put themselves into any kind of creative position, you know, and, and really own that, like, I am becoming an artist and I'm going to make money doing what I love or, you know, whatever it is. They, you know, people get it twisted around that you can't make money doing something that's artistic or that that's fun or that you feel passionate about. You've got to do some thing that's, you know, going to pay the bills and, mm-hmm. and, and that's so deeply ingrained because usually our well-intentioned parents are saying something. And even here's the interesting thing too. They may not even say things to you that detours you from doing that. They just may give you unconscious messages because of their body language, because of the way that they look at you when you tell them what it is that you want to do. They look at you like, mm, are you really sure about that? And It could be your own made up story about what you think that they're thinking, which is even more powerful because it's your own thoughts that you're, you know, it's your own story. We draw those conclusions, especially at a young age. Yes, exactly. And so we have to get inside and, you know, and and it's not coming from a place of, oh, well, like, you know, you never supported me. It's about just simply getting the data 
getting the information. And then once you have that information, so now you've got your list of the limiting beliefs that have been created, you know, by rooting these things out, asking the subconscious mind to reveal them. Now you've got a list of what you need to work on. And each one of these beliefs can be turned into an empowering belief instead. If you simply look for, you know, and you can usually find some kind of proof that proves these beliefs are completely BS inaccurate. And you can ask yourself, is this, is this really true? Where did I get this information from? Who did I get this information from? Is the person that I got this information from really an authority on this matter? So mm-hmm. we get information about you know how we're supposed to create money from people who don't have money. <laughs> and you know we get information from people that say, oh, you're never going to meet your soulmate or all of those things that you want to have in a soulmate are completely unlikely to happen for you. We get that information from people who are not authorities in that area. And so much information gets stuck in our subconscious mind that isn't even true. So we've got to like go in and put those beliefs kind of on interrogation and interrogate them and weaken those beliefs and then create new beliefs that we can now work on in hypnosis and see ourselves now at being able to achieve anything and anything is possible. If someone else can do something, then you can do it. Anything is possible. Absolutely. Yeah. And we really have to be careful who we are listening to, because as you said, we have people who not experts, but telling us, and it's only because they're telling us from their limited view. It's almost like having a dream, having a passion. And somebody says, you can't do it, but God didn't give them that dream. God Mm -hmm. didn't give them that passion. So they don't have the tools or resources to see it to fruition, but you do because it was given to you and you're trusting yourself enough to see it through, but also know that everything you need will come in a given divine time. And so I agree with you. Be careful who who you're listening to because they're going to tell you you can't, but you should only be only listen to you. And knowing that you have everything inside. So you mentioned money earlier, and I have a question around that. How is it possible to use hypnosis to convince people out of poverty? Oh, yes, that is a great question. I think that ultimately it just comes down to, you know, one of the things that I I strongly believe in is, is models and seeing how like, you know, some of the great people like Tony Robbins and the late Bob Proctor and just Oprah Winfrey and, you know, all of these people who ultimately they convinced themselves they came from total poverty and they became billionaires or yeah. you know maybe i don't know if tony robbins is a billionaire or bob proctor but multimillionaires yeah and so i think one of the ways that you can convince the subconscious mind quickly and easily is by reading stories and these stories become metaphors that you can use in your own subconscious mind literally reading those stories and then you can use hypnosis to you know kind of see yourself 
as the person who was once in poverty and move yourself into a place, into that awareness of what it would be like, what your life is like now that you have already been able to create that prosperity in your life. So those are really actually two things, you know, having the models that you can use just to convince yourself that it is possible, but then also, you know, just through the power of visualization in hypnosis, using visualization to put yourself into the reality of what it's like, because here's the cool thing about visualization. The subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. And so the imagination is so, so powerful. And the imagination gets misused far more often than it, than it gets used for good purposes. You know, we imagine the worst. We, when the bill comes and we don't feel like we have enough money to pay it, you know, we start imagining the lights you know, going off or, or we start, you know, imagining, you know, just bad things happening. And so instead of imagining the worst, we want to start to turn those visions around and imagine what, you know, life could really be like, and allow ourselves to tap into the inner wisdom and the inner guidance that has the answers for us to, you know, help us take those inspired actions toward creating more prosperity and abundance. We all have the ability to tap into this infinite intelligence, this universal intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, everyone has access to that. I mean, where did the great artists and the great inventors of our time, Einstein and Bach and Beethoven and the Wright brothers, and, you know, where did they get that, you know, that information? I mean, it, yeah. it came from someplace. It came yeah. from, from source, but they had to take action on it. You know, yeah. they had to like, they had to trust that if you take the first step, the rest of the steps will be uh, shown to you. Yes. Well said. If take the first step and everything else will show up. Trust that process. Yeah. Visualization is big. It's key. And I'm sure the, all the greats that you've mentioned activate that, taking that visualization process and imagining the work completed, imagining the masterpiece, imagining them doing it. I know there are people who run marathons. There was a study where they visualized the finish line and they didn't train as hard, but compared to group A who did the training without the visualization and they outperformed the group who did train without visualization. Athletes are doing this, okay? They're visualizing their game, the winning shot, all this stuff and, and it's manifesting. So the, our brilliant mind loves imagery, loves words. And so we have to feed it, right? You agree? Oh, I absolutely agree. And I use that in my own ability. I've run three marathons and five half marathons. And I absolutely can attest to the power of words and the power of imagery. One of the things that I do when I run, and the thing is, is you want to be very proactive in this when you're doing mm -hmm. it. Like you don't want to wait until you're starting to feel like out of energy because, you know, it's a little hard to catch up. You got to keep 
feeling that energy along the way. And so I just use the statement, I am energy, I am energy, I am energy, I am energy, you know? And so when you feel like you are energy, how can you possibly run out of energy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing, the vision that I love to use, and this just feeds me is I imagine like all the, the objects around me, like the trees and the cars and, you know, everything that I'm seeing around me, I like turn all of that into like this big crowd. And I'm the only one that's running through this crowd and they're just, you know, (laughs) and, you know, they're cheering me on and, you know, just using that kind of imagery, it just does something. It just sends you that much more. You just imagine those people are just sending all their energy and their good feelings toward you and you're just doing it. And you can use that, you know, I mean, that's just, uh, you mentioned athletics, but I mean, you can really use that in anything. And, you know, imagine that the, you know, the whole world is for you, is really working with you. Uh, you know, because sometimes a lot of times we can really feel like, oh, the whole world's against us. But if we turn that around and we just master our thoughts and master our, our feelings and and master our actions, and you know, we can turn all of that old, outdated, you know, thinking around and and turn it into something that's helping us rather than hindering us. Yeah. Same thing with gratitude. The more you do it, the more you find things to be grateful for, the more you're attracting um, beautiful things and to be thankful and grateful. And then you just start feeling amazing and that energy just follows you all, all around. So let's chime, let's, let's get into your morning routine. How do you get up, dress up and show up? Yes, absolutely. So I was thinking about this because, you know, I have two versions of my morning routine. I've got the ideal version, um, which is a four-hour morning routine. And I am quite fortunate that because I work from home and mm-hmm. I don't have a set schedule that you know I get to do this. So you can kind of pick and choose from all of the things that I do. So I wake up five o'clock and I give myself between five and five fifteen to you know to make a cup of coffee <laughs> and drink down you know a cool cool glass of water and I just kind of you know go around the house and I'm on my meditation pillow by five fifteen while the coffee's brewing in the background and all of that because I love my I love my coffee and it is part of my morning routine. Mm-hmm. So I meditate from uh, 5.15 for about a half an hour. And the meditation that I do is just a silent Vipassana meditation where I'm just completely, you know, really clearing my mind over and over and over again. The clearing of the mind to me is the most non-negotiable part of this (laughs) because Mm -hmm. what you do during that time is your thoughts, you're never going to stop thinking, you know, Mm -hmm. thoughts are going to come, they're going to flow to you. And it's really easy to like start going down and and start thinking these thoughts and, and allowing them to just be the thing that you're doing. And you're not there to think these thoughts. You're there just to observe everything that is going on. Uh, you're bre- observing your breathing, observing your energy, observing those thoughts, but letting them go mm-hmm. and uh, and letting go of them and this this whole letting go process letting go of our thoughts to me you know that is it's akin to like just getting control over your life and when you have control over your thinking and you can let things go and not necessarily have to participate in every single thought that we think that is 
like to me, one of the most self-empowering things you can do. So it really starts with that. The next part of that is now my mind is open and it's ready to receive positive empowering suggestions through hypnosis. So part two is I get, I go over to my, I have my meditation chair and then I have my hypnosis lounge. And so I'll go over to my hypnosis lounge and I will do my uh, self-empowering hypnosis and turn on my hypno cloud and just allow myself to receive the beneficial uh, suggestions in hypnosis. From there, then now I have kind of woken up enough to journal. And so I'll, I'll start journaling. The journaling that I do is either on my vision and I'll just write about, you know, what I'm creating for today, what I'm creating for my life in general. And then if I have time, I will read. So these are the the four in my meditation room. Once I um, am done with all that, then I'm allowed to have my coffee and then I will uh, go out for a walk or a run. And then, you know, finally, it's just getting myself dressed and ready, makeup on and all of that hair, makeup, clothes. Because when you look good, you feel good and you're confident and you just have just, you know, you're ready. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, like, People will ask me to like, oh, let's just have a quick Zoom meeting. And I don't want to be sitting there in the you know middle of the morning or the middle of my day and worrying about that. You know, so I'm mm-hmm. already ready to go. And so that whole routine is from five to nine a.m. Um, I'm dressed and ready. I've done all of that in the last four hours of my life. It's good. Yeah. You, you, you get up a little earlier to make that happen because you know the importance of it because that's you time. That How else are exactly. you going to show up? You know, we used to think morning routine was just about the makeup and the getting dressed and the hair. That's the physical aspect of it. But what you are able to do is kind of prime your mind for the day. Exactly. And that priming the mind to me is just like, I mean, that's so, so important. Like now I can think straight. Now I, you know, really, really focused on my goals for the day. And, and I just, I'm just going to be much more clear and get more things accomplished. Nice. I love that you shared it and you incorporate movement, running, walking after that, because you got to do both the physical get the body moving and the mental because it's the muscles you want to keep strengthening. So that's Absolutely. really, really nice you shared. Um, tell us, how can we contact you? How can we get, get in touch with you? Sure. Um, so my website is victoriamgallagher.com and that'll lead to all the things there. I also want to encourage people to, they can also reach out to me through my HypnoCloud app, meaning they can uh, download the app, get 12 free sessions in the app. These are the sessions that are going to help you to master your day and master your life. And so when you get the HypnoCloud app, you know, you've got those 12 free sessions. You can sign up and you'll receive all kinds of other gifts and announcements and opportunities. So fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Victoria and it's been amazing talking about the mind, the subconscious mind and how you can get up, dress up and show up in style, but also preparing your mindset so you can be better for your clients, better for your family. So it's been an honor. Thank you so much, Victoria, for coming on today. Thank you so much. It's been my privilege. Excellent. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. 
If you love the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.